Good morning. Welcome to worship today. Welcome to those who are watching online or listening in on the phone. We're glad that you're with us. And I do want to welcome especially uh, families who are joining us today uh, who have lost loved ones in the past year. Today is All Saints Sunday, a day when we remember those who have died in the Lord, and we make a special invitation to those families who have lost one in the past year to be here today. So thank you very much for, for joining us, and uh, we're, we're with, uh, with you in your uh, missing of, of many of the beloved saints of Trinity Lutheran, so thank you for being here today. A few announcements before we begin. Um, first of all, uh, we're right in the middle of our fall stewardship campaign, and we have with us today uh, Celie Valentine. And that, where are you at, Celie? Celie's over here from uh, Lutheran Social Services, uh, and she'll be sharing uh, a little bit about their uh, programs, about their organization. And just a reminder that Trinity is home to offices from Lutheran Social Services on the second floor, and so Celie's office is up there. So we're very glad to have you with us today, Celie. We'll say more about that later in the service. We have at least one person who's interested in uh, membership, and so we are uh, kind of putting a call out to anyone else who's considering membership to invite you to talk to me to uh, uh, see if that might be something you're interested in exploring, because sometime this fall we'll probably have a new member Sunday. So someone, uh, talk to me if you are interested or if you know of someone. Uh, <clears throat> And then uh, coming up on November 16th, we're going to have uh, another church family campfire out underneath the mural. It's getting cold out there, but I think if we bundle up and we gather around the fire, we're going to try and have hot cocoa and other warm drinks. Uh, so we're going to try and squeeze in one more campfire out underneath the mural before it gets too cold outside. So. And then I do want to say that after the service, uh, so we'll have our, our All Saints service with the lighting of candles. Um, I have seen that some families have brought mementos and things that are out in the back. We're going to be having some uh, food and fellowship coffee that will be served in the narthex and in the library, in part because we have some items from our historical library set out, and our historical library will be open um, if you've never been in there. It's a good opportunity to go in there, and another way for us to remember the saints who have gone before us. So please stick around for a little bit of food and fellowship as well. Uh, lastly, I wanted to say that we're adding Pastor Cindy Crane to our prayers today. Uh, Pastor Cindy was here not too long ago filling in for me, and uh, she is the, the director of the Lutheran Office for Public Policy in Wisconsin. And she is on her way to Glasgow, Scotland, as part of an ELCA delegation to the uh, Conference of Parties, which is the big gathering of states, of international parties, um, about climate change. And so she asked for our prayers as she attends that meeting uh, for her safety and also uh, for that that might be a productive meeting for our world. So please, we'll be adding Cindy Crane to our prayers today. Are there any other announcements that I'm forgetting this morning? If not, we'll begin our service with our prelude music to uh, center ourselves for worship.
Please stand as you are able and face the baptismal font. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks, source and sustainer of life, for the gift of water. This is the water your spirit stirred at the dawn of creation, separating the soil from the sea and calling forth a humanity fashioned to bear your image. Glory to you forever and ever. This is the water through which you delivered 12 tribes and slaved the powers of empire and oppression. You made a covenant with them in the wilderness beyond the Red Sea and led them through the Jordan into a land of promise, uniting them as one people, chosen to display your liberating power for all held in captivity. Glory Glory to you forever and ever. This is the water sprinkled upon a people in exile, gifting them with a new heart and a new spirit, gathering them together from north and south, east and west, a fulfillment of your promise to restore those who weep in, the despair to joy, in despair to the joy and dignity of hope. Glory to you forever and ever. This is the water in which Jesus, Redeemer of the world, was baptized and named as your beloved child. This is the water that takes its course from the wounded side of Christ crucified, the living water that bursts tomb-sealing rock, giving rise to the new creation and birthing from every tongue and nation a people consecrated to you. Glory to you forever and ever. This is the water of life that springs forth in that city where you dwell, with a multitude beyond number, united in the one whom they worship to the end of time and forever. Glory to you forever and ever. Gathered around this font, and surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, We ask you to stir the waters once again by the movement of your Holy Spirit. From these waters, raise up a people hungry for justice and peace, one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, a sign of your promise for all creation. Until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at the promised and eternal banquet, we pray in communion with all the saints on earth and heaven with the martyrs and the faithful of all ages, and in the name of the Lamb who was slain, but now reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, above all rule and authority, power and dominion, forever and ever. Glory to you forever and ever. Amen. shelter of the Lord who abide in the shadow for life. Say to the Lord my refuge, my rock in whom 
will raise you up on eagle's wings. Bear you on the breath of dawn. Make you to shine like the sun. And hold you in the palm of his hand. The snarl, the fowler, will never capture you, and famine will bring you no fear. Under God's wings, your refuge with faithfulness, your shield, and He will raise you up on eagles' wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun. thinking of uh, Debbie Brooks, uh, among others, as we sing that hymn. That's uh, one that she loved. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment, and to know the inexpressible joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. The first reading is from Isaiah, the 25th chapter. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Word of God. Word of life.
receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of their salvation. The second reading is from Revelation, the 21st chapter. I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to John, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. 
When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Beloved of God, grace and peace to you from the living one. Amen. All Saints has been celebrated by Christians going back many centuries. Its roots go back more than 1,700 years ago to the early church, to you know, roughly around the 3rd or 4th century. And just for reference, uh, Christians didn't start celebrating Christmas as we now celebrate it until about the 4th century. So today's festival is about as old as Christians celebrating Christmas. In those first three centuries of the Christian movement, believers faced a series of violent outbursts and persecution. Because they believed differently from others in the Roman Empire, they were often scapegoats for problems that arose. Many were tortured and killed for their faith. And those who gave their life for their commitment to Jesus were known as martyrs, which comes from the Greek word for witness. By their deaths, they witnessed to faith in Jesus. Those early Christian communities began a tradition of gathering at the grave of martyrs on the anniversary of their death, their heavenly birthday. But for all those whose death dates were unknown and people that they, they weren't exactly sure when they, were, when they died, uh, the early church began to hold a day for all martyrs, for those they knew and for those they didn't know. These all-martyrs celebrations started to become common in the 4th century. By the 7th century, All-Martyrs Day had become All-Saints Day, a day for the church to remember those who had died in the Lord 
both known and unknown. They realized by then that there was more than one way to witness to Jesus Christ. Christians in many, in many times and places have needed a day like this to grieve, to remember, to praise, and to celebrate the witness of those who have died, the impact they had on our life. And this year, our All Saints seems particularly poignant. I look over the list of those who have died just in the past year, and I picture the empty spots in the pews where they used to sit. And I know this is felt even more profoundly by their families, and we're so grateful to have them with us today. Grief is complicated at any time, but it has been especially hard these past few years. The usual rituals and gatherings have had to be adapted in so many cases, and so we need a day to gather like this. And this isn't even to mention the many who have died that we don't know from COVID all over the world, over 5 million in our world and over 750,000 in our own country. We need a day like today to proclaim the promise of the resurrection against the forces of death. And I imagine that we feel a little like those early Christians grieving at the graves of their friends. In the midst of grief, they needed to gather to proclaim the victory of Christ over the tyrants of, world, uh, tyrants of the world, and the last tyrant to be defeated is death. Likewise, we are gathered here to give thanks for the lives of our loved ones, to support one another in grief, and to praise the God who holds them still, who holds them now. You know, God's math is always a little bit funny, a little bit off from the world's math. And it's easy to look at the list of those who have died and see only loss. But by God's uh, calculus, by God's blessing, our communion has grown so much richer this year. I think of all the saints who have gone before us and how with each one we are left a richer legacy of faith, a richer communion at the table, which we are reminded by with these names on these banners, those who gather with us. When we light our candles back by the baptismal font this year, we will leave them lit through Holy Communion, a symbolic way of marking the presence of our loved ones at the communion table with us. In the liturgy, we say we are gathering with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven. So when you come forward for communion today, remember that it's crowded up here at the table. We are gathering with all the saints of every time and place around the table where Jesus feeds us. Our texts for today reveal a God who is with us in our grief. In the Gospel of John, Jesus' friend Lazarus has died. The scriptures describe the siblings, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, as some of Jesus' closest friends. Perhaps some of you have the kind of friend, the friendship that where you can just stop in, stop by, you know you may not have seen each other in years, but you can pick up where you left off. I imagine that's the kind of friendship that Jesus had with these three. When Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, however, Jesus stalled. When he arrived, the sisters confronted him. Lord, if you had been here, 
my brother would not have died. How many of us have wanted to weep at the feet of Jesus like this? Lord, if you had been here, my loved one would not have died. The text says that Jesus was deeply moved by Mary's tears. Where have you laid him? Jesus asks. And then in one of the shortest and most profound sentences in all of Scripture, Jesus begins to weep. In the older translation, it's just two words. Jesus wept. It is this image of God that I carry with me to the bedside, to the hospital, to the funeral home, to the sanctuary, to the graveside. So often our words are insufficient, our words run out, but I do know this, that Jesus is the one who weeps alongside us. When we cry out like Mary, where were you, God? I picture Jesus weeping for his friend, a God who is deeply moved, who feels with us in our grief. In our readings from Isaiah and Revelation, we get a very tender image of God. The prophet Isaiah says that God will destroy the shroud that is cast over us. God will swallow death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. And our reading from Revelation echoes Isaiah. God will make God's home among mortals, among us. In the new Jerusalem, God will live with us. God will wipe every tear from our eyes, and death will be no more. I have the image of a, of a child falling and scraping her knee and our heavenly parents scooping her up and tenderly catching her tears on her finger. That is what God wants to be for us. That is who God promises to be for us. A God who will one day wipe away our tears. Our readings give us a glimpse of God's dream for our loved ones and for us. A dream where love conquers all, that God's love is stronger than even the grave. And we get a glimpse of this in our lifetime, a foretaste of the feast to come. The scripture tells us that a feast awaits all nations, all of heaven and earth, a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines. That is God's dream for us. A rich communion with all the saints awaits us and is promised and is coming for us. This vision of God's dream is what animated those early Christians, what animated those early martyrs to keep going in the face of tyrants. This vision of God's tender compassion and abundant promise animates our all saints worship today. Because in the face of death, we turn to the God of life. This is the God who weeps with us, who brushes the tears from our faces. May this God be with us as we remember our loved ones. Amen.
Let us pray. O God of grace and glory, we remember before you today all our siblings who have died. We thank you for giving them to us to know and to love as companions in our pilgrimage on earth. In your boundless compassion, console us who mourn. Give us faith to see that death has been swallowed up in the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that we may live in confidence and hope until by your call we are gathered to our heavenly home in the company of all your saints. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. For all the saints, we give you thanks, O Lord. For all who have died, whom by your grace you made saints in the waters of baptism. Let us celebrate the lives of members of this congregation who have died since last All Saints Day. Edward Niebuhr. Keith Stitch. Ruth Badeau. Janice Dunn. Joanne Smith. Richard Borchardt. Janice Niebuhr. Ronald Thompson. Georgiana Miller. Mary DeBeck. Yvonne Grapsis. Deborah Brooks. Clarice Chrysler. Janice Coyle. Dennis Oson. Gordon Erickson. Mona Torgerson. Eldon Cole, Jeanette Castleberg, Maxine Chamberlain, Robert Lauk, Betty Yoakum, Amy Qualheim. We celebrate the lives we have named, O God and lift up many more names in our hearts. O God, we thank you for all your saints. Amen. Please be seated as we share a few instructions for the candle lighting. At this time, while the choir sings, uh, you are invited to, as you wish and on your own time, walk back to the baptismal font uh, where there are uh, bowls with sand where you can light a candle in memory of your loved ones. Uh, it might get a little congested back there, so uh, please just be mindful of, of, the, uh, of the candles and of each other as you walk back there. Uh, and I, I know that uh, we're thinking of everyone as we hear this choir anthem, but we're thinking especially of Yvonne, uh, one of our choir members, as we hear, we remember. So as you are ready, you may... Uh, find your way back to the baptismal font to light a candle.
Please stand as you are able. Eternal God, you hold firm amid the changes of this world. Hear us now as we pray for the church, the world, and everyone in need. Merciful God, we give thanks for all the missionaries who have brought your message of hope to new communities and wiped tears away. We pray especially for Pastor Carolyn Schneider, serving in Kingston, Jamaica. Continue to raise up courageous missionaries to share your gospel of hope. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Creating God, we praise you for the miracle of our life-sustaining earth. Teach us to treasure and care for your creation, that it may continue to be a place where life can flourish. We plan this day for the Conference of Parties Annual Summit in Glasgow, Scotland. Guide the elected negotiators with your wisdom to take decisive, urgent, and equitable action to limit global warming. We pray especially that your courageous and compassionate spirit rest upon Pastor Cindy Crane and the whole ELCA delegation at COP26. May their presence and the witness be a visible sign of your great love for this good earth. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of peace, we give you thanks for nations of peace that serve as a refuge for all those homelands are afflicted with violence. Strengthen those who continue to work for peace and support all veterans who carry the scars of war. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of healing, we give you thanks for health care workers who labor around the clock to answer cries for help. Bring wholeness to all who struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, addiction, and all who long for healing in any way, especially Denia, Galen, John, Lynn, Kristen, Bob, Sabrina, and Graham. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of justice, we praise you for the feeding ministries and for all meals that bring people together for nourishment and fellowship. Bless chefs, bakers, servers, dishwashers, communion assistants, and meal ministry coordinators. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of the ages, we give you thanks for the saints of this congregation who have inspired, challenged, loved, and taught us. Wipe away our tears and lead us by their example until we feast together on your holy mountain. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God, our protection and strength, we entrust to you all for whom we pray. Remain with us always, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Please be seated. Uh, Sorry, the peace of the Lord be with you always. (laughs) Please uh, turn around and share a sign of peace with those around you.
And after you've shared a sign of peace, then you can be seated. That's a <laughs> and after, uh, uh, we won't be uh, passing an offering plate, but there is an offering plate back by the baptismal font, and there will be another one in the back. So you can leave a, an offering there, either when you come up for communion or in the back uh, when you leave today. Um, but I do want to invite Celie Valentine to come forward for our stewardship talk. As I mentioned at the beginning, we're in our stewardship season. Next Sunday is Commitment Sunday, which is the day we, get, we make our annual pledge of giving for the following year, which is really helpful as we put together a budget. So uh, uh, if you uh, still have that card and have yet to send it in, please bring it with you next Sunday. Uh, but I asked uh, Celie or, uh, to come and talk about LSS today, in part because... Um, as we do our annual pledge drive, we're thinking about all the ripple effects of Trinity. That when we give to Trinity, it has an impact on so much more than just our congregation, but also the wider community. And one of the ways we have an impact is through our partnership with LSS. And so I will turn it over to you, Celie. Good morning, Trinity Lutheran Congregation. Uh, thank you so much for having me today to speak about the wonderful organization I work for. And thank you to Pastor Andy for the invitation. Um, it's been a long time since I've been in front of a church, so I'm going to try to keep my nerves in check, all right? I, I need you all to help me. <laughs> um, my name is Celie Valentine, like Pastor Andy said. I've worked for Lutheran Social Services for almost the past four and a half years. Uh, I recently became a program supervisor out of our Baraboo office, and I also provide direct services um, to clients in Dane County as a licensed therapist. So when I first received the invitation to present today, I jumped on the opportunity. Um, I was born and raised in Madison and grew up just a couple miles from here. Uh, this building has been a pillar in the community, um, a physical space, of course, but also a community in itself, and more importantly, a welcoming space for worship and fellowship. A little background on LSS. Uh, since about 1882, Lutheran Social Services of Wisconsin and Upper Michigan has empowered communities to better improve the lives of those we serve. Our history began when Pastor E.J. Hami uh, first opened up a home for orphan children in Wittenberg, Wisconsin. Today, LSS is one of the largest and most experienced health and human services organizations in the Midwest. Our services extend across Wisconsin and Upper Michigan, helping people all along the lifespan with services as essential as housing and as life-changing as adoption. Our vision is to create healthy communities filled with people using their God-given gifts to serve. Our role in realizing our vision is reflected in our mission statement, which is to act compassionately, to serve humbly, and to lead courageously. The LSS, LSS's core belief is in the infinite worth of every person. Since we're living in a digital world, I want to share our website for any additional information on anything I've shared here today. It is www.lsswis.org. Again, that's lsswis.org. Uh, we moved to this location, I want to say it was around the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, uh, right before the pandemic began. And for really many of us, this physical office became the hub that each of us needed to safely work from home, but also to provide, uh, to continue providing those direct services to our clients. Um, Trinity Lutheran Church provides us a safe central location in Madison for both our employees and clients to utilize. It's really hard to put into words the impact Trinity has made on us just in the last 20 months or so. 
Currently, we operate four main programs um, out of this location. My program, which is Comprehensive Community Services, also known as CCS, uh, is a Dane, it's in Dane County, and it's a voluntary community-based program funded by the state of Wisconsin and the Department of Human Services of Dane County. Uh, the program offers services and support activities that assist clients with mental health and our substance use conditions um, to achieve their highest possible level of independent function functioning, stability, and independence, and to facilitate recovery. Uh, rapid rehousing is another program uh, that operates here. Having a place to call home is something most people take for granted, and for others it's often just a dream. Our rapid rehousing and tenant-based rental assistance, also known as TBRA programs, uh, can turn these dreams into reality. LSS programs are designed to provide a number of services that help you gain skills and confidence for self-sufficiency. We also have two other programs operating out of this office. The IRIS program in Wisconsin, it allows you to direct your own services and support. It's part of the long-term care program. Um, and at Connections, which is our IRIS program within LSS, we follow your vision, we assist you down the path you choose, and serve as your partner along the way. We help you identify organizations, programs, and individuals to serve you, and we help manage the requirements under the IRIS program. And lastly, opening avenues to reentry success, also known as ORS, uh, provides services within Dane County. ORS supports the prison to community transition of inmates living with serious and persistent mental illness um, who are at risk of reoffending. The program is a collaborative effort um, of the Department of Corrections and the Department of Health Services. So every year, LSS, at LSS, we serve tens of thousands of indi individuals. And year after year, between 90 to 95% of those people reported that we improved the quality of their life. We are blessed by the support uh, that, we see, re re that we receive sorry, uh, from more than 600 ELCA congregations uh, throughout Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. You may never know the impact you make on an organization this large, but trust me, the need is there. Uh, it's no secret that the pandemic has caused an increase in mental health and substance use issues across populations. The need for our employees to provide empathic and culturally appropriate services has never been more important. And beyond the significant impact to our mental health, there's also the impact to our labor market. So I'd be remiss if I did not share that LSS is hiring. <laughs> if you know anyone looking to work for this incredible organization, please share our website to apply. I'll say it one more time. It's www.lsswis, which stands for Wisconsin, .org. Um, we have almost 100 positions open across the state of Wisconsin. And I can promise you, this is the best decision I've ever made in my adult life, is to work for this company. Um, I wanted to just real quickly share a client success story, someone on my caseload actually. Uh, the individual joined the CCS program um, in the pandemic in 2020 after completing a several year jail sentence. Uh, at the time, the person did not have housing, they didn't have food share benefits, they did not have medical care, medical care, and they definitely did not have the mental health support that they needed. Within about 13 months, this individual has been able to flourish. Through the support of both the CCS program and the Rapid Rehousing program, two of those that are located out of this office, he's successfully maintained housing now and employment, as well as being connected to the much needed mental health and physical health support that he needs. Um, I'm pretty sure I've definitely run out of time already, so I just wanna say thank you again for this wonderful opportunity and thank you to your commitment to partnering with us. We really wouldn't be the organization we are in Dane County without you all, so thank yeah. you.
Thank you, Celie, for, for sharing, and we're, we're so glad for our partnership with LSS. And we'll continue our service with, uh, with our musical offering. Please stand as you are able. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty, and our joy that we should, all times and in all places, give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and merciful God. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
Holy, mighty, and merciful Lord, heaven and earth are full of your glory. In great love you sent to us Jesus, your Son, who reached out to heal the sick and suffering, who preached good news to the poor, and who on the cross opened his arms to all. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, it's my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave for all drinks, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death, resurrection, and ascension, we await his coming in glory. Pour out upon us the spirit of your love, O Lord, and unite the wills of all who share this heavenly food, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. To whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated as we share some instructions for communion. To communion today, you'll come to the side aisles and you'll come forward where there are, as a side table on, on either side here, where there are empty cups. You'll grab an empty cup and bring it to the railing where it will be filled with wine and where you will receive bread. If you desire grape juice or gluten-free, those are also on these two side tables. After you commune at the railing, you'll return down the center aisle and you'll place your empty cup in this bowl that is by the side aisle, center aisle. Uh, everyone is welcome to commune with us today. Uh, friends, guests, visitors, uh, this is the Lord's table, not Trinity Lutheran's table. And the invitation comes from Christ, so you are very welcome at the table today. Receive this invitation to communion. A feast of love is offered here for you and for all the saints. Mark, this is the body of Christ given for you.
Please stand as you are able. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in God's grace. Amen. Blessed Jesus, at this table you have been for us both host and meal. Now send us forth to extend our tables and to share your gifts until that day when all feast together at your heavenly banquet. Amen.
God, the beginning and the end, who has written your name in the book of life, bless you and keep you in grace and peace from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Led on by the saints before us, go in peace to serve the Lord.